This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues, and the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. Nicole, curly fries or waffle fries? Curly. Crinkle cut or wedge cut? Wedge. Potato smiles or sidewinders? Are you talking about french fries? Swackjackers or dump flumpers? What the hell is going on? This, this is, is a hot dog, dog is a sandwich. sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Anaiety. And we're internet chefs over Good Mythical Morning and Mythical Kitchen when we're not making... What have we done crazy with French fries? Uh, um, Wendy's French fry... Wendy's French fry, frosty cheesecakes. We're over here taking on the world's biggest food debates, Nicole. And today we got a heck of a debate going on. We are diving into the wonderful and diverse world of French fries. Is that how you dive? Do you know how to dive? Um, I feel like I learned when I was a child and I haven't been able to put that into practice in a while. I've never been able to dive. I'm not a dover. When's the last time you were in a pool where diving was appropriate, though? Um. I like go to people's houses. They have they, pools but them. how deep are their pools? How deep is your pool? <laughs> how deep? Uh, like 10 feet. Um, Can you dive in 10 feet water? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I so feel I'm, like I haven't been in a pool deeper than five feet in years. I'm sorry about that. And I kind of try and half dive, but I'm very come, safe. Do you want to come to a pool? That's yeah, I want to come to one of your 10 foot deep pools. But that's not what we're debating <laughs> right know, now. It's we, not mine. It's my friend's. <laughs> we are debating what the best cut of French fry is out there. And there's a lot more than people realize. This is a very silly podcast. Let me just say that. I think it's super silly. Why? Why do, why do you think it's I think it's very serious. Oh, you do? <laughs> yes, Nicole. I don't know. I think it's kind of like, like uh, what's the word? Like arbitrary? Is that what it is? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. everything is arbitrary, right? Taste. There, there's no accounting for taste. But that yeah. said, I think there is a scientific way to figure out what the best French fry I is. I see. I see. You know what I mean? I see. Well, but first, you have to figure out your French fry values. You have to decide what a French fry means to you because French fry has been relegated mm. to being a side dish for so long. When you say value, does that mean yeah. math has to be included in this conversation? No, value. So, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at math. And if I have to have potatoes deep fried and fat and then have to incorporate math into that I can't really like there's already too much science involved yeah, in yeah. french fry cookery a, that a good french fry oh with. my gosh no I meant I meant values as in like morals and ethics 
Oh, so you're putting you're putting <laughs> the guise of morals and ethics into French fries? Yeah, but more so just like figuring out what a French fry means to you, right? And what makes a French fry good or bad? Because okay. like the the Nicole, the ancient Greeks, right? We love the Greeks. We love the Greeks. I had Greek food yesterday. Who's your favorite ancient Greek? Uh, Papa Cristo. <laughs> If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, Papa Cristo is a lovely Greek restaurant in Los Angeles. Yeah. And I don't think Papa Cristo was in ancient Greek. But boy, do I love their souvlaki. <laughs> so, um, so sweet. So small. <laughs> what's the sauce? Lucanico. Lucanico yeah, 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 is yeah, the yeah, yeah. best. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, best yeah. sausage I've ever eaten. You were eaten saying life. about Greek. I'm saying Greeks? they studied they studied aesthetics in beauty and like what mm. actually makes people beautiful, beautiful. What makes things beautiful. And I think wow. we need to figure out what makes a French fry beautiful. May I ask one question? Mm. Okay. Oh, was the Fibonacci sequence one of those things? <laughs> I, I was going to make a Fibonacci sequence reference earlier, and then I was like, mm, I have no idea what it actually is, so I I'm won- just going to kill okay, that. Okay, so never definitely mind. not. Fibonacci okay. is definitely like a, Italian? a modern Italian name. Okay, okay. Whoops. And I only know it from uh, Angels and Demons, the Dan Brown book, the precursor to the Da Vinci Code. Never read it, never seen it, never d- spark notes it, never done a thing about Bro, it. Bro, Tom Hanks is Robert Langdon? Sorry. Come on. Shout out to Tom Sorry. Hanks for the show. Um, no, I have no idea. <laughs> What a Fibonacci sequence is, but I know people draw the stupid little spirals. I think on it has to do with things. beauty and like and like equality and like and like visual appearance and joy, maybe. If we're going by that metric, yeah. the best French fry. Curly. Curly fries. <laughs> which hold on, because that is my initial answer. Yeah, I love curly fries. There's no but is it actually the curliness that I like, or is it the fact that most curly fries have a seasoned batter dredge. I think that's it. Right? Same. Yeah. Same, same, same. It's beautiful. Have you ever bought a spiralizer before and spiralized your own curly fries? Yeah, they never turn out as good as the stuff from a factory, though. Because you don't batter them. I do batter them. You batter yours at home? I do batter them, but the spiralizer does not get my curly fries thick enough, and I don't know what the deal is. Interesting. Okay. They're like thin, and then you lose the potatoiness. Because they don't expect you to batter it at home. Potentially, I, I don't know. I don't know what the spiralizer people expect me to do with it, and I feel like spiralizers were created for one thing and one thing only: zoodles. zoodles. <laughs> Freaking zoodles, I man! Zoodles. I hate zoodles. Zoodles, zoodles are, are bad. For for people who don't know, a zoodle is a portmanteau of zucchini and noodle, and it I'm is. I'm not down with it. No. You know what I'm down with though? Ma. Lasagna, zucchini lasagna. It's too wet. No, I would do that instead of zoodles. Zoodles are a lie. Zucchini lasagna, valid. Zucchini lasagna. You've, you've made a zucchini lasagna that isn't just grotesquely yeah, wet, just filled with puddles of water. What do you do? Wetness. Do you? You know what I do? I make. Do you the, salt cure them? I've tried that. Okay, I've made it the day before, and then uh, I drain it, and then I cut a piece out of it, uh, and then I sear monstrous. it. What do you mean? It monstrous. works. It works totally fine. It's just, like, just do it with like eggplant and make moussaka. You can also do that. What do you value in a French fry? Nicole, I want to like <gasps> dig down into your morals right okay. now. What do I value in a French fry? Huh? Well, with a French fry eating experience, I think it's really important that you get a nice softness to cr- not crunchiness, but a soft to crisp ratio, I think mm. is really important. I think a properly salted fry is very important. How much salt and how much flavor that it can get out of a French fry. Now we're talking salt or seasoning. Either or. Okay. I think I think a salted a well salted French fry is equal to a batter a well seasoned battered curly slash waffle fry. And I would agree with that. I okay, would agree cool. With that. Cool. Yeah. Um that's that's the most important thing. I think softness to crispness. And mm. then and then proper seasoning or salt is like the most important thing. I would agree with the softness to Christmas because to me that's like what makes a French fry unique as sure. a method of potato cookery. Totally, right? yeah. 
is the fact that you can get that crispy exterior and the soft, fluffy potato pulpy yeah, yeah, interior. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So I think that takes off a couple fries okay. right from our list, right? Like shoestrings. But I love eating shoestrings. I love eating shoestrings. Oh, that's the problem. Oh that's the problem. See, this is the problem. Because shoestrings are like popcorn. You can grab a whole fistful and shove them like in your haystack, mouth. Like a haystack. Like a haystack. A haystack. It's so fun to share with friends. But and eating French fries with friends is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love eating French fries alone. I love being confronted with a mountain of French fries uh-huh. that you couldn't possibly eat yourself, uh-huh. and then you see it as a challenge, and you're like, "I oh, will okay. eat this mountain of French fries myself." And so you do. This is gonna be so hard, everybody. Like choosing between f- the best French fries, like choosing my favorite children that don't exist yet. Uh, it's really hard. Ezra. Oh, really? Ezra is my favorite child that doesn't exist yet. Aww. Yeah, we're going to call him Ezzy. He's going to be a shot putter, but I'm also gonna... he really loves musical theater. I'm not going to say <laughs> the name of my future firstborn on this. Why? I don't think it's public knowledge, and I don't think it should be shared with everyone. Do you know what it is, Maggie? No, but I don't think she should. Yeah. What? What do you mean? Is your oh, pff, It's not... a secret because people steal. Because people steal. People You're going to steal his name? Don't you name your kid Ezra. It's going to be a girl, Ezra's I mine. feel. Ezra... I don't know yet. I don't know <laughs> Ezra, Ezra if it's a girl, Ezra, Ezra if it's a boy, Esme. Don't even Esme. Esme. I associate Esme with the movie Role Models. Oh, Esme, goddess, goddess of Navelworth. Okay, we've only talked about shoestring fries, and this podcast is like almost over. No, it's not Come almost over. We've only stay just on begun. Track, okay, Joshy. I'm trying to stay on track. Maggie, can we get a list going? <laughs> We're gonna name as many fries. I feel like. We can't. There's no one single use for a French fry, right? Is what do it you a side? Is it a side to a burger? Is it a shareable thing that you want to enjoy socially with friends? Like popcorn is a single use. The only use of you popcorn. Share popcorn. I, and I'm saying that's the use. The okay. use of popcorn is something to be shared by people also, watching a movie. You could also have or a, a baseball game. Or, could... <laughs> or a baseball game. Right? Baseball and movies are what popcorn is made for. Uh, and I'm saying game. French fries, people might think of it as a single use food being. I don't think it's a single use food. I don't I, 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 I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Because, like, and that's a very American thing burger and french fries. You go to France, you go to France, right? They're serving french fries with steak tartare. They're serving french fries with mussels. Those are different things. And you want Mouf a different free. experience mm. to go with that, right? Sure. Because I'm eating a steak tartare, which I almost exclusively did when I was in Paris, uh-huh. in Marseille. Uh huh. On Nice. Saying so many words. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I want a different type of fry for steak tartare. I want shoestrings I because want I waffle. scoop it. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Waffle with steak tartare would be very waffle good. Gotta be very steak crisp. Waffle with steak tartare, 100% tour. <laughs> free, what do you want? Um, Almost, almost a steak fry. Almost Interesting. You want to know why? Sops it all up. Yeah, you need Sops a sopper. You need a sopper and you need, yeah. you need a certain amount of surface area for, for sopping. And a steak fry will do that. And steak fry will do that. I think I love steak fries too. I agree with that. What am because I doing? Steak fri- what am I doing here? I'm about to have an identity crisis. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want in life. I, I like all French fries. But what about burger? Burger, best best side of fry for burger. Oh my god, Re- regular. What is a regular fry? Regular, like fast food style. You're talking like a McDonald's Mc- cut. Whenever I close my eyes, Josh, close your eyes for a second. Mm. Keep them closed. If you open them, I'll know. I'm dizzy. Okay. I'm a little okay. hungover. Okay. Um, <laughs> when you look in your mind, what French fry? What French fry do you see? I see McDonald's. I see fries. McDonald's. I see yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. Okay, your eyes were right, closed I, the whole time. Can I, open, can I open my eyes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, seriously, <laughs> I get the spins when I close my eyes. It's not that bad. I went to like a metal show last night. My ears are ringing a bit. Shout out to Bloodywood and Vended. Uh, they absolutely crushed it. I wasn't there, but I'm sure it was. Yeah. Do you want fun. me to invite you next time? You already did, and I declined. I invited you, and I declined. <laughs> I, Nobody I wants declined. to go. With Not me. that I don't want to go to a metal show with you. It's just it wasn't the right time or place. Yeah, it's a Sunday. It's it's yeah. tough. We're recording this on a Monday. Yeah. Um, 
Do you think that there can be a universal best type of French fry or it Gosh. has to be dependent with? I don't know. I don't Me know. Neither. Let's find out. Let's find Try out. Try and think why. Because we we went through a couple of use cases, right, of moule frites, steak tartare, yeah. what you want with it. Yeah. Burgers. Why do you think you want a fast food style cut French fry with a burger? Because to speed. me. What do you mean speed? <laughs> You're just worried about the rate at which you can get the it's fries fast. in your mouth? You can, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the way that you can eat the French fries, you like can get like six at a time. You can't do that with a wedge. You can't do that with a steak. You can do it with a shoestring, but it'll cut up the roof of your mouth because they're so crispy and crunchy. How soft is the roof of your mouth? Do I touch it? <laughs> it's pretty hard. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. It has texture on it. <laughs> I did recently go to a gastropub, <laughs> which is now such a funny term. And like to the point where I, I see the word in a long time. I see the word gastropub. That used to be the most exciting word in food Not in 2011. Anymore. Yeah. Right. So this is like we're taking bar food, but we're making everything $17. And there's going to be an egg on the burger. And there's probably going to be an arugula salad. And everything's going to be yeah, not quite as good. Bread, a flatbread? A flatbread on it with, <laughs> oh my God, figs and blue cheese on a flatbread? Who would have thought? Um, but anyways, I went to one recently. Okay. And normally I try and avoid them because the food generally is just bad there. I do love some craft beers. It's walking sure. distance from my house. Sure. And they had an option with their burger. That was a smash burger. Perfectly mediocre. Perfectly fine. For their like normal fries or special house cut thick fries. Oh, okay. And I got their special house cut thick fries. Nicole, these are like, I mean, they're like a Lincoln log of a fry. Mm. And they're done really well. They're super crispy. You can tell they're fried at yeah. least twice. Might even be a triple fry. Very nice. Right? Um, I feel like a triple fry just means that someone forgot about the fries and they're refiring the fries. Which is fine. Like, honestly, but it makes it better. And I do agree with that. They, sure. they call it sandbagging in restaurants, yeah. right? Where you're like, I'm going to pre-cook all my food, and then when people order it, just drop it again. That's a good way to do it. Right? It's yeah. it's efficient. But point is, the fries were done really well, but they were so thick and so potatoey and pulpy that I did not like them with my burger. Because it's, it's its own meal almost, right? It's its own meal. Yeah, I get that. I get it's that. It's its own standalone thing. Sure. If you want a side, I need something that's thin, that's salty, that has texture. Fast food fry. Fast food fry. Fast food fry. Right? Yeah. So we've established that you need different fries for different things. That's true. That's true. But what is the best? We still need to go through like 40 million other ones. Okay, let's gosh. go through other fries. Let's start okay. uh, just naming all the fries again. Okay. Uh, uh, tornado fries. You ever had the tornado fry? I do not recognize that as a fry. What? I do not recognize oh that as gosh, a fry. Oh my gosh. In Santee Alley, that's like my thing. So the tornado, <laughs> you're talking about you take a potato yeah. and it's like... You put it on a stick. And then you spiralize it with the stick and then you deep fry the whole thing on the yeah. stick. So it's a crispy potato and it's like kind of battered, right? There's like a you loose batter on it. It's 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 a dealer's choice. Do not Wait, recognize it as a French fry. Why? We got to go over to the etymology of French fry. I know we have a lot to get through. We have a lot to get through. Oh etymology of French fry. The history of the French fry, Nicole. French does not refer to the country, right? So when France yes. refused to back George Bush's war on That's terror, right. we freedom refused fries. to call them French fries. We called them freedom fries. What they actually Insert don't realize. American flag here. Yo, I went to a place. <laughs> Place in El Reno, Oklahoma, that still called them Freedom Fries, which That's is wild. When? Um, but this is like two years ago. Oh my god! Um, shut up. Yeah, it was bizarre. That's incredible. Um, but anyways, so it the French doesn't refer to the country. It does in a way, but it refers to the knife cut. Yes. So like French cut green beans, right? Sure. That's the same thing. These Snippin', are snipping. Yes. These are French cut potatoes. Yes. That are fried in the style Batonet. of cote in Belgium. Is it like a batonet? A batonet. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Like which that's exactly what gun. French cut means. Or really? baton? What's a baton? I think it's a, bat a baton's like or a, a bayonet. Stick. Oh, okay, that no, makes sense. No, I don't think it means bayonet. Oh, are you thinking of mitraillette? Yeah, which means submachine gun, <laughs> which is a great sandwich in Belgium that has, that has French, French fries, fries on it. On it. <laughs> um, but point is, they're like a Belgian thing. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. I get that. Why are you excluding tornado fries? Because That's shady. Because if 
French refers to the cut, I think a French fry has to be somewhat log-shaped. Okay, false. What about potato smile? <laughs> potato smiles are not a French fry. Potato potato smiles are indeed. If, what about home <laughs> do fries? Do you know what potato smiles are? They're like... This, it's a, you can find it in the freezer section at it's some mashed, grocery stores. It's mashed potatoes that they carve a smiley face into when you deep fry it and you give it to the little kitties or the young adults that do not have a proper palate. And then it's cute. It's fun to eat. That's another fantastic Central European dish called a croquette. So, okay, well, whatever. Well, a croquette and a fry a potato like, croquette and a fry are not the same. No, okay, I, I, refuse, I don't want to live in a world where a potato croquette and a french fry are the same. That's like saying a hash brown is a oh fry. Oh my gosh, have you ever had one of those, have you ever had a french fry that was like piped out and it was like long? Like, have you ever had the Korean style french fries that are like piped out it's a long special dispensation for that that's not a long croquette that's a mashed up fry but the shape is important the shape is important and nicole before you get to like well curly fries aren't but they are curly fries are a thin rectangle they are a they're a rectangular prism correct but you don't eat it pulled out but you don't eat it pulled out i might i might pull out no you don't sometimes no you don't waffle fries (laughs) they are batons that are crosshatched on each other okay you are you no 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 they are the shape of the fry you are lying to yourself i'm not what about cottage fries you know the big ones where they just cut out like they look like thick ass uh chips oh they're like crinkle cut they're like the crinkle cottage no, fries. No, I'll show you. I'll show you these guys. These guys look. They're not crinkle. Okay, but have you had the ones that I think only if they're crinkled, then they can be a French fry because the crinkles create the illusion of like corrugated steel, which looks rectangular. <laughs> Josh, these are the rules I'm making. Josh, up. your rules are fake. Well, I don't think tater tots are French fries. I think tater tots. Of are, course, they're not. They're tater hash tots. Browns. It's a hash brown. Yeah, it's a croquette. Yeah, right. No, it's which not is the a same thing as a potato. It's smile. not a croquette because the croquette is mashed and the hash is shredded. There's only three kinds of French fry. There's small, medium, and large. <laughs> right? What about sweet you potato? Have, what? What do you feel about sweet Get potato? Get the hell out of here with sweet potato sweet, fries. Like, no. Potato fries. So the sweet potato fries do not satisfy because you need the salty potato. False. French fries have to be. False. The sweet potato fries are, it's a great dessert. I love it. What? Oh, I actually went, I went somewhere and they were serving their sweet potato fries with guess what? Marshmallow fluff. Yeah, why do they do that? Welcome to White Trash Cuisine 101. No, Nicole. you serve sweet potatoes ser- with marshmallows. It needs to be served with a with a funky aioli. <laughs> That's how I like mine. I refuse to acknowledge sweet potato fries. Are you? Why I do think, you like this, Josh? You're like think, breaking my heart in so many different directions. I do. We want to live in a world where aberrations can be considered the best of something. Do we want to live in a Possibly. world, Nicole, where a curly Possibly. fry, a waffle Possibly. fry, a potato smile, a cottage fry, a, a sidewinder, a flump dumper, a swack jacker can be in the same echelon as a McDonald's fast food cut fry? What the heck is a swag jacker? If you had, I <laughs> just made up the word swag jacker. Um, does that mean something? I don't know. Let me Urban Dictionary. It means you're jacking someone's swag. No, swack. Swack jacket. I'll go to people in the gym and be like, Why Yo, could you touch me? I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> I, have to do I was trying to, to touch so the table even. and I accidentally touched you. <laughs> I'll go up to the gym and just like fist bump people and be like, Yo, bro, looking swack jacked. And I don't know what it means. I just maybe made it up. <laughs> um, but the point is, if you were to have one French fry for the rest of your life, this is where you really find out what oh your values God. are. What is the one French fry you would eat for the rest of your life? Okay, just alone or with somebody? It doesn't matter. It's just the only French fry. No, no, I'm saying you multiple uses for a French fry. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. No, but I'm saying you have one French fry. Every other French fry in the world disappears like Thanos snapping. The other ones go. You can only pick one French fry for the rest of your life to use in every single situation. Fast food style. It's a McDonald's fry. It's a McDonald's fry. It's a McDonald's fry. I wouldn't go that far. I would go Belgian frit coat style. I would go original. I think yeah. they perfected the fry when they did that. It's a little bit thicker. It's going to be a little bit less satisfying with a burger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I get it. 
it's going to be a little bit less satisfying with like a steak tartare than a. Uh, but no one is eating fries with steak tartare, Josh. You got to think about the everyman. The French. There. Okay, but the this, French. This is an American podcast. Are you? You're still mad that uh, was it Sarkozy didn't? Was it I don't, Sarkozy I don't back know then? anything about this, and I don't I care no about idea. it. Yeah, I this still is don't a remember. Podcast in America. What are you eating your French fries like? Do they call it Freedom Toast too? Oops. <laughs> My thing <laughs> fell. Hold on. You can just We're falling apart. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him. You have no idea. Uh, well, you're doing that, Nicole. I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino because I'm going to be seeing some 41. <laughs> skate Punk is back, and it's not Pop Punk. It is Skate Punk. But also, they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant. Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. What about wedge fries? Potato wedges? Potato wedges. Um, They're battered, right? Okay, here's here's an interesting use case that we need to go through. KFC. What about them? So KFC, uh, french fries and fried chicken to me, it's not a great combination. I like it with slaw. It's the same, because fried yeah. chicken, you're already getting a fried meat. Exactly. I, I want slaw as the panchan to cut <laughs> yeah, through, sure. right? If KFC <laughs> refuses to give me kimchi with my order, I need coleslaw. <laughs> um, but like, like french fries don't work with fried chicken that well to me. That said, people like to eat french fries. So KFC used to have their potato wedges, which, which were, were thick epic. and soft and so well seasoned. So good. And they were fried, but it wasn't like crispy, so it didn't double up necessarily. It, on... like, it was like it was like fried, then wilted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was, it was like fried and steamed. It was beautiful. It was like a pan fried, then steamed dumpling. It, it was, was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got rid of those for your run-of-the-mill French fries. And I and? have a feeling it's because, and it appears to be very successful. People yeah. like French fries. They don't want. They don't want these novelties. There's a reason that when you close your eyes, you see that McDonald's platonic ideal of a French fry, do, and you're yeah. not seeing curly fries. I think curly fries work uniquely well with Arby's. I love curly fries so much, though. Like as a Same. standalone dish, they do really well. I agree with that. But not as a loaded dish, just like on its own. Yeah. What about loaded fries? What do you like as the base of your loaded fries? Well, that comes into the one universal French fry. Right? Yeah, I guess. If you only have one universal french fry, that means that's the only fry you can have chili cheese fries with. Oh. I don't want chili cheese curly fries. Me either. Sounds gross. I don't, having a seasoning on that with the chili takes away from the chili. 100%. Carne asada fries with the seasoning don't work for me. No, no, no. No, no, no. I want pure, proper Belgian frites-côte freaking street fries covered in carne asada, sour cream, salsa verde, cheese, and guacamole. What about waffle? Do you like waffle? Love them. I love them too. Love waffle what fries. Are we gonna love do? waffle fries. What are we going to do about that? I don't know. You can't just delete waffle fries. They're iconic and they're delicious and they hold so much. It's like a cup. I it's still... like a potato cup. <laughs> <laughs> I still refuse to call them waffle fries. I call them uh, Chris Cut fries because I first had them at Carl's Jr. And Carl's Jr. calls oh. them Chris Cut fries. And I mm. believe that they have actually trademarked that. Interesting. Interesting. What about, I have one more fry Go ahead. To, to tickle your fancy. I don't, Forgot what it's... I don't want my fries to be tickled. <laughs> Crinkle cut. I'll get the hell out of here. Crinkle cut fries suck. I hate crinkle, crinkle cut. Crinkle cut fries suck. 
Why do you hate crinkle cut fries? I, it's weird. I love them and then I hate them. I like have one and I'm like, oh, it's okay. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I hate this whole entire experience. Why am I doing this to myself? I freaking hate these mother freaking stupid crinkle cut french fries. They're so disgusting. I hate them. I don't like the ridges on them. I don't hold anything. It's disgusting. You're the biggest proponent of crinkle cutting vegetables. I was. Though. I love crinkle cutting. You bought cutting. crinkle cutting scissors for our I'm kitchen to crinkle well, cut carrots. I, yeah, because they look so pretty in <laughs> soups and stews. Have you ever have you ever gone to like a Thai restaurant yeah. and you're having the beautiful yellow curry and then mm-hmm. you get a crinkle cut? Karen, you're like, oh, yeah. everything is good in this I actually world. had that the other day and it was really nice. Right? And I like the crinkle. I like kind of run my tongue along the crinkles. It's nice. But, but not for french fries. I don't think, I don't think it lends itself to, to french fries. To me, it cheapens the french fry experience. Mm. And I don't know if I'm just being elitist about this, right? Mm. But for me, it reminds me, you know what it reminds me of? What? Kids cuisine TV dinners. They had crinkle cut fries that you kid. would microwave and so for me, it's childish. Grow up. Stop crinkle cutting your French fries. No. Eat straight cut fries like an adult. I always wanted Do to your try taxes. those. The kid cuisines with the little penguin on there. Yeah. My mom never let me get those. They were always too expensive, but occasionally as like a treat, they'd go on sale and be like, oh, get yeah, the like kid cuisine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love French fries so much, Josh. They are actually one of the best foods. What, what's what's the best French fry that you've ever had in your life? Huh. Try and go to your platonic ideal right now. Try and extract the meaning from that of what the made best it important. French fry? I don't think I've had it yet. Whoa. I don't think I've ever had it. I think I don't think I've ever you had it. You haven't met your soulmate French fry yet. Nope. Have, you been, have you been to the Bellwether? No. Man. Okay. Chef Ted Hobson, shout out at the Bellwether, makes the best French fry I've ever had in my life. Ooh, it's like okay. a three-day process. Oh. They're like, they're brined, they're blanched, they're frozen. They're fried. They're frozen again. They're fried again. And so they're extra crispy on that side. And they're thick because to handle that much technique and that much cook, they got to be thick because you're likely losing moisture every time you're cooking it, right? Unless you're boiling and adding moisture back in or brining it. But the fry, you're definitely losing moisture. So they're thick and they get a crisp, hefty crunch on the outside. And then on the inside, it is damn near liquidy. It is unreal. What? Oh, my God. And it's. Also, the type of potato. You Sorry, touched I keep me touching again. you, dude. My depth of feels off. Come here. I don't want to touch you. I need to touch you back. Oh, okay. God, that's weird. <laughs> what was it, I talking about? <laughs> the bell. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I don't think I've had my, like, uh, Optimus Prime <laughs> French fry. Who do you think Optimus Prime is? Like, the number one uh, Transformer. Okay, you do know who Optimus Prime is. I just the don't understand. The number one Transformer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs at the same time. So it's like Optimus Prime is like a pure and self-actualization. So like once you can get your basic living expenditures down, then yeah. you can start transforming an Optimus Prime. Exactly. You have to work your way through like Bumblebee. I'm in Bumblebee mode right now. You're in now. Bumblebee mode right now. You're still searching <laughs> for that. Um, I have to ask you, whenever it comes to potatoes, don't you hate whenever people try to not use an, an all-purpose potato for french fries? I hate that. What do you mean? Wait, like, wait, wait. Explain use, yourself. Like yellow. When people use like Yukon gold. They should. You like Yukon gold french fries? They should. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What about red? Oh my God. What about oh, wax? Oh, Kennebec. A good Kennebec fry. Actually, I don't like Kennebec. I don't like Kennebec. Right I don't like Kennebecs. We got to talk about potato cookery real quick. So uh, potatoes come in three different main varieties, right? They call them like waxy, starchy, and then the mid- middle ones are just called middle, uh-huh. right? But like the waxy potatoes you get are like Irish red. Yes. Which we made french fries with all of these. New potatoes, if you will. New yeah. potatoes, right? Uh, middle ones, you have your Yukon Golds. Starchy, you get your... Um, Russet. Your, uh, stop, Josh, dude, you're you, touching me. I, all you do is I, touch am me. Am I sitting closser? <laughs> am I gesticulating more than I normally just, do? Just keep your hand here. I'm sorry, dude. I don't just know Just keep your hand here. I'm trying to. I'm not... Stay. 
I, Good I'm not Okay, no, now I feel creepy. Now I feel weird about this. I feel like the guy who was like really just trying to get to the bar and accidentally like brushed the girl and then she like looks back at you and you're it's like, fine. don't flatter Josh, yourself. It's just a crowded for, bar. Josh, you've been my friend for four years. It's fine if you touch my hand every once in a while. <laughs> now you have to do it back so it's even. Russet, no. Do it <laughs> back! Okay, thing. Russet potatoes, I think... They actually take a deceptive amount of cookery to get right with French fries. If you're like just deep fried a russet potato and it just immediately starts browning, I've never deep fried a russet because starch can whole, not whole, not whole, oh, not whole. Well, you got to specify. Josh. Okay, but I'm I'm saying like you've done like people say you got to rinse them, you got to dry them, you got to freeze them to get the starch off because starch converts to sugar at high heat, right? And then you get browning on your potatoes. I've made so many worse russet potato French fries than I have Yukon Golds, and I think. <sighs> The French, they use a different kind of potato out there. Le rat. Le rat. Is that what they use? I don't think so. I think that was a really specific, weird type of potato. Oh, that's that Joel Robuchon. Robuchon's potato. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I like I like all purpose. Whenever I'm doing like fries at home, which I rarely ever do, but yeah. I but I find myself leaning towards AP or all purpose. Yukon Gold for some reason doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. Like when I go to a restaurant, like I'm not asking what kind of potatoes they use. I'm not no. I'm not that kind of person. No, no, you'd be terrible. But I do notice whenever they use all purpose and I'm happier when they do because I think as a whole, well, restaurants, they're doing it right. You know what I mean? They're not they're not home cooks that's doing their own thing. What you typing over there, young man? I just thought about the greatest fry that ever existed. You already said Oh, are you gonna say Balthazar? No, what is Balthazar? Is that the the New York? In restaurant? New York, apparently they have the best fried fries in New York. It's called Balthazar. Also, I think Shaquille O'Neal or, My- or uh, Michael Jordan has like the biggest French fry in the world. Michael Jordan Steakhouse, yeah. They I'm did trying a thing. to go in Chicago when I go. Um, they David did... said no. <laughs> Where I'm trying to find the fries that I grew up eating. It was in a bag. Some was not Hear a Bulls out. fan. Hear me out. Or Ida. What? Or Ida fries. Wasn't or- we couldn't afford Or Ida growing up. We had something that were simply called fajita fries. If anybody out there remembers a generic grocery brand product huh. that was frozen and called fajita fries, and you would put them in the oven, um, and some of the outside ones would get burnt, the inside ones would still be soft, but they were the most heavily seasoned crispy fries that you could possibly get. And I cannot I've find, Maggie, I'm, I'm Googling right now, and I can't find nothing on fajita fries. But they nope. were incredible. So that's it. the answer is fajita fries fajita for you? Fajita fries. Something that doesn't exist on the internet that is impossible <laughs> to find. You cannot source it. You can't source it, which mm. means it's really hard to source is your favorite fry. <laughs> you need to tell me you're that obscure and you're that much of a gatekeeper. <laughs> fajita fries. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right nicole we've heard what you and i have to say now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the universe it's time for a segment we call opinions are like I love that. I want to do it like this next time. Is that how they do it? Yeah, kind of. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of got that like demonic, what do they call it? Like a cult scream? I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it like It's pretty solid. All right. What do we got? Hi. Josh and Nicole. This is Nick. Hi, hey, Nick. Uh, 50% cold just to hear that message. 50% because I had something to say. Uh, first off, you guys are my favorite mythical podcast. Maybe tied with ear biscuits, but no. I'm not calling them, am I? So, uh, just wanted to say, desserts are 100% better cold. Every dessert should be served cold, false, and false. if it's not, I don't want it in my mouth. Chocolate desserts are the best cold, but all false, false, be. factually false. Yeah. I have a very specific reason. Nick, love you. Nick, thank you. Thank for you. Listening to the podcast. You're wrong. 100 percent wrong. Love Could you, not though. be more wrong. In fact, yeah, yeah. I love hot. Chocolate things. Flavors open up more in your in your mouth holes when it's warm. Mm-hmm. Smell <laughs> rises. Smell part of flavor. Chocolate incredibly aromatic. Very. Chocolate really sings when it's warm to me. Mm-hmm. You have more of the aromas. And I was uh, recently at a restaurant, not that recent. Birdie G's is what it's called. I've always wanted to go. They do really great work. Where'd you go? Their matzo ball soup, best I've ever had. It's Let's like go. eighteen dollars. I absolutely love Worth it. it. But. They have something that they call a chocolate icebox cake. And it is a reference to going to like a Marie Calendars or one of those types of restaurants. Sure. And they're taking the dessert straight out the fridge, uh-huh. already on a plate, putting it in front of you. Crazy. Crazy, right? <laughs> and so they have a cake. It is a chocolate cake that they just deliberately keep very, very, very cold. Sure. And you eat it and it is too dense because cold, right? If you think about any sort of pre- bread, pastry, whatever, you microwave it, it loosens up a little bit. Gets Which is less dense. nice, yeah. Which is nice. And again, this is what they're going for, but it's just, it is dense, it is cold, the frosting is seized, it mm. is hard, it is not as lively as you sure. want it to be. I want like a nice room temp cake with a beautiful crumb and then a cold ice cream next to it. I love, I, I microwaved a chocolate chip cookie for like 10 seconds and it was delicious. Yeah. Like, uh, you ever had a, a, what is it, like a flourless chocolate cake that has molten in the center? That's incredible. Unreal. Um, what's another chocolate dessert? I don't know. Souffle. 
souffle, souffle. a chocolate souffle, Choc- delicious. Fan- oh, gotta be hot. Good warm, good hot, good hot. warm. I like cold desserts. I understand that they exist, but with chocolate desserts, especially baked good desserts, mm-hmm. it needs to be warm. Give me like an ice cold vanilla bean panna cotta. Yeah, I'll oh take my god, that. maybe some bay leaf in there. I made a bay leaf and orange cake one time, and it was uh, so good. It was like killer. You left the whole bay leaves in there. You yes. kind of suck off the bay and, leaves. Uh, the bay leaves, you we kind of you kind of like caramelize the bay leaves, and then you cut them, and they're so good. Come on. Yeah, it's like it was like orange Come and on. bay leaves on the top, caramelized in a bunt cake. It was really gorgeous. It Yo, was really good. I had an olive oil cake recently. Mm-hmm. Candied fennel. I made you an olive oil cake like my first like month here. Remember? Where was the candied fennel? I did. I did candied blood or I did blood orange instead. I did a citrus. I did a citrus situation. I did four different kinds of citrus fruits and I put thyme in there. Do you remember that? No. What was it for? I just you said, "Hey, have fun cooking here," and I said, "Okay." Sick. <laughs> yeah, this was like for, in the beginning. Can you make of one a- today? Yeah, I I would love to make one today. Please. An olive oil cake. Do you have time? Shake on it. We're touching again. <laughs> I love that. Fantastic. We have good olive oils in here to too. Die. I don't want to touch. We I have want blood you to make orange. Olive oil cake. We have blood orange olive oil. Make a cake. I'm making a cake today. Make a cake. Next opinion, please. Hi guys, uh, my name's Cal. Uh, I live in East Los Angeles. Uh, and my kind of controversial LA. opinion is that I don't think frying pans are good for frying. Okay. Like if I'm going to fry chicken, mm-hmm. I'm looking for like mm-hmm. a small pot or mm-hmm. something really with edges. But frying pans are just not good. Not good at all for frying. I uh, love the show. Bye. This is interesting. Yes. This is interesting because frying means a lot of different things. Okay. Right? Yes. Like you're talking about deep frying, like oil frying. Like I think it's the like, word oh. deep frying exists because it's the antithesis you're to frying. a very shallow fry. Yeah. <laughs> and a shallow fry can be very, very shallow. A shallow Super fry can shallow. be a half inch oil, if that, right? Almost as shallow as Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper in um, A Star is Born. I don't get that at all. So I'm going to keep talking about veal. Okay. So, like, you're making like a veal milanese, right? Yeah. A frying pan is a perfect vessel. Yeah. And you actually need it for milanese or uh, milanese as well. Like, I'm, th- I'm thinking about um, like the thinnest cut of meat possible. Yes. If you drop it in a deep fryer, you're going to miss it's gonna out. It's going to curl and shrivel. It's going to curl. Yeah. So you literally need something like a frying pan, a very like wide bottom thing that is going to get surface contact on it to keep it flat. That's and then right. you get extra pan browning on it. Yeah. So if you think of frying exclusively as deep frying, agree that a frying pan is bad. But that's mm-hmm. the reason that the term deep frying exists because it's an antithesis. Yes. I you got to fry an egg. You have a frying egg? Fry an egg. Perfect gotta example. P- use a frying pan. You ever hear people just use the term grill to mean like anything? No. Be like grilled chicken and it's just cooked on like a flat never, top. Or never. like throw a burger on the grill. I get that. Right? They say that in restaurants all the time. At McDonald's, they, they say throw the burger on the well, grill. Yeah, it's, it's a, a griddle. It's a, a griddle. Grill, it's not a grill. A, well, they're similar enough. It's it's okay. But that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of equivocation with so frying, frying pans, grills, Fry, griddle, yeah, well, I get, the plancha. Like, like, I, I get. Yeah. Like no one's going to say plancha unless, you know. You want to sound like a really restaurant dweeb? Like you just watch the bear? Uh, sure. Put it on the plancha. Yeah, like nobody Cousin. says plancha. No one says plancha. I'm Maddie I, Matheson. Oh my god, I just finished Girls, and the guy Desi is the uncle in the bear, and it was so good. Oh, really? Such different characters, incredible. Um, Eben. Yes, yeah, Eben. Eben Moss Bachrach. His name is Eben, and Eben. I Eben Eben. I don't Eben know. Moss Such a good actor. He's great. Come he on does, the show. I just want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next opinion. Hey, Josh and Nicole. Uh, my name is Jose. Uh, long time listener. I started listening since the Gabriel Iglesias 
Good podcast episode. Great episode. And then I went back and rewatched everything. Anyways, my good opinion is it's kind of weird. Um, growing up, I I looked up a lot to my brother, and he would eat uh, popcorn, and then he would put Valentina sauce on. It. Yes, yum. But I was a wimp, and I couldn't uh, handle spicy things. Oh. Uh, growing up, so instead, what I did to kind of imitate him was. I would eat Stop. popcorn with ketchup on it. Oh, I <laughs> Not a lot, you were but still some that. of it there. Um, and even to this day, it's kind of one of my guilty pleasure snacks. Oh, all right, thank you, guys. Oh, that's so funny. I I totally understand that, like trying to like look up to your brother and like emulate him in like different ways. So I get it. I think that's really cute. It's adorable. I don't have a problem with it. I think popcorn and ketchup kind of makes a little bit of sense. Not the most. Not the most. Yeah, less so than hot sauce. Less so than hot sauce. Hot sauce is good on but everything, it... but ketchup isn't good on everything. But I'm sure it's good on buttered popcorn. If like... you watered down your ketchup, I feel like it would be more successful. I think the only problem I have with this isn't the flavor, mm. right? Because you want the sweet and the tart, right? The acid is really what you get. Yeah. When I put hot sauce on most things, oh my god, oh my god, I gotta stop doing this. <laughs> when I put hot sauce on most things, <laughs> it is not. It is not for the spice it's necessarily. For the it's for acid. the acid. It's for the yeah, acid and yeah. salt. Sure, I get that. You know what I mean? If there was a cold sauce, maybe I would do that, and maybe I would have to poop less in the middle of my workouts in the morning. <laughs> Sorry, full discretion. You poop in the middle of your workout? I, I did that the other day. I was like, one, I was my, my arms kind of exhausted. It was a big arm blowout yeah. day. And I was like, I could use a break <laughs> anyways. And like, <laughs> and then I went and blew out something. Else. But the point is ketchup, it's a little too thick. It doesn't stick. I'm keeping my hands over here. It doesn't stick to the popcorn the same way that like a Valentina hot sauce Yes, is, yes, yes. Right? I see that. Yeah. Because I'm a huge fan of wetting your crunchies. Yeah, me. You know I'm I mean. not a big fan of wetting my con- c- wetting my crunchies. <laughs> about wetting my crunchies, I'm not the biggest fan of that. But I understand how they taste good together. I like the Mexican snack chips. Like, there's the pork cracklins, the um, the chicharrones that yes. come with a packet of hot sauce in the bag. Yeah. So you open the packet of hot sauce in the bag, put it in the bag, shake it, wet your crunchies more. It's a great time. I take workout classes, so I feel guilty leaving in the middle of my workout. Yeah, that's why I like, but I mean, I'm doing like two and a half hour sessions. Like I'm up at 5.30 every morning, gym from, and a lot of it is- Two and a, a lot half hours? Rehab, rehab, recovery. I'm doing a big knee recovery uh, program right now because I've been having problems. So like half hours devoted to that, half hour cardio, hour and a half lifting. Holy crap. Yeah, well, I used to do two-a-days, and I stopped doing two-a-days now, so now I'm just waking up you earlier and earlier. I'm doing the Mark Wahlberg thing. Hold on. You would spend five hours working out? No, no, no. Day? I used to do like one a one-hour session in the morning and a one-hour session at night, but now I'm like, I should probably spend more time with my loved ones. So you wake up earlier. So I wake up earlier, yeah. Wow, good for you. Two Thanks. and a half We're hours. Trying, but sometimes you got to poop. <laughs> and Equinox does not have bidets. Yo. Which is a problem. Why don't they have bidets? I know, I know, I know. I've talked to them. Public bidets I've are a little weird, maybe, but like not I've really. I've spoken to them. Good. Good. <laughs> God, we are one percenters now. <laughs> Hi, this is Luke. I'm a long time listener, a fourth or fifth time caller. What's a guy got to do to get on your podcast? You got to do this. Anywho, do my that. opinion about food is that Panda Express as one of the most reliable dumpsters to eat out of because nobody finishes their rice. I used to be homeless, and you can always find a white box full of rice. And also, there was a Chipotle in Minneapolis where the workers, when they closed, they would put all of the hot food in one trash bag. No dirty napkins, no nasty things or anything like that. So that when you went to the dumpster, you could just 
find the warm bag and make a burrito. <gasps> I think all food workers should follow this practice because, you know, it's like a legal gray zone, but yep. people come to dumpster dive. Oh, you you yes, got to help them out. And, you know, you, you can't be implicated if you're just, uh, you know, throwing all your hot food in one bag and, you know, maybe even double bagging it or something like that, putting a star on it, something like that. Uh, anyway, uh, thank guys. Bye. Luke. 100%. 100%. I think people don't realize how common dumpster diving is. I mean, hell, my family, we do it. We'd go out Dumber back. Di- dumpster diving freegans, they call them as well. Some yeah, people. yeah. Yeah. We would go uh, out back of grocery stores because there's, yeah. and again, like, it's technically illegal. And like you said, there's a lot of legal gray zones. I can't believe it's illegal. Where you can't just give out food. And I understand so the impetus because FDA regulation, not held at a certain yeah, temperature, yeah, yeah. yada, yada. But also this company has a problem with just underserving poor people 100%. in every single way. 100%. So like, damn, if you're not going to provide, yeah, freaking fast food workers, take it upon yourself to make that happen. I mean, we yeah. donate a lot of food in ways we that do. are 100% legal and yeah, everything is checked off. Listen, don't do anything <sighs> illegal, but I like the star on the bag method a lot. Yeah, 100%, man. I love the star on the bag method. And if it can help people, hungry people, I think it should be done. And if it's illegal, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, uh, laws are sorry. not morality, right? That's like We can true. all agree with that. That's you know what true. I, mean? I agree with that. Weird that like in weed, some weed aspects, is illegal for so long. In some in some aspects, yes. In some aspects, no, no, no. no. Flat out laws are not morality. They have nothing. We maybe they try. What? Don't kill somebody. No, that's a moral thing. But like, but that there's uh, also a law like, to that. Sure, but like, I'm saying some and some. Like, uh, I got pulled over once because my quote license plate light was too dim, and then they said, "Can I search your car?" And you said no. And I said no. So point is, laws are there to keep people uh, controlled and in check and not necessarily for moral reasons. Welcome to my TED Talk. I'm saying- I'm so glad this podcast is about food. So many laws prevent- Hungry people yeah, from I getting agree, food, right? That's screwed up. That's Even screwed up. I agree with that. laws and regulations about when grocery stores can throw stuff away. When it's we crazy. pump it's our food unfair. full of so much preservatives oh my God. that it is literally meant to last a lifetime, but you're throwing out the Wonder Bread because it's past the sell-by date yeah. that was arbitrarily put on there. Get the hell out arbitrarily. of here. Feed hungry people, Feed God hungry damn it. people. Put a star on the trash bags with the warm food. Shout out to Luke. Or just find... Or, side note, there's, like, a ton of programs where companies like Starbucks have done this where they mm-hmm. give it to, like, food banks and stuff. Yeah. I don't know exactly what the... It's Minneapolis they said they were from? Maybe. Where, there's, I'm sure there's it. programs, but I get it. Uh, okay, next. Sorry, Ew, Josh. Hey, this is Robert from Utah. How's it going? Hi, Robert. Josh and Nicole and other people about to listen to my personal message. I think exotic meat and wild game should be easier access. I yeah. still go to my local grocery store, uh-huh. get a pound of camel meat, a dozen Rocky Mountain oysters and a bucket of eel. Just have a great weekend. I should also be able to go to a <laughs> Greasy like Spoon fun. Diner and get some country style elk backstrap with some white gravy. Right. I've had That's a good, whale that's in a Japan, kangaroo in Australia. We're in America. Give me the meat. <laughs> We're in America. Yo, I'm her. a sovereign citizen. I deserve camel meat. No, I agree. The I, ish- the Good. issue is the the demand probably isn't there. Yeah. So there's no demand. So it doesn't make sense for these large markets to be able to hold like pounds and pounds of camel meat. Doesn't yeah. make sense. Which is why you can buy them online from specialty stores and they can, you know, send you stuff and stuff like that. You know why they have a lot of whale meat in Japan? It's they illegal? kill whales in Japan. Y- is it you know illegal? why they have a lot of kangaroo meat in Australia? 
It's like kill and eat kangaroos in Australia. The whaling thing in Japan, we talked about this a little bit with the food crimes episode. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very tenuous gray area. And I'm, ugh, I'm listen, I don't want to come out as pro-whaling, but like, I like don't a know. little, you know. I don't, I mean? I'm not educated um, enough on the subject to speak about it. Nor am I. Yeah. But um, in general, I think moral outrage f- for what animals are acceptable to eat. And I know this is an ecological concern, not just a moral concern. But anyways, point is, People eat what is around and what historically they have hunted. They've been hunting whales for 600 years in Japan. Um, Anyways, uh, deer. There needs to be a lot more deer meat in America. Yeah, I mean. There's so many deer and everybody hates them. There's just no demand. No one is calling and telling Kroger, hey, carry deer meat. I know, but it's delicious. We should just be selling it. Like, they're crappy. They're invasive. They're annoying. They jump into cars. I get it. Deer kill people. I love game meat. more deer. I think think eating more game meat and wild birds is a great way to diversify your diet. And I think you try new things and you try new flavors and you never know what you'll find. We've gotten so efficient in America to where even like we're growing our chickens to have bigger bazambas. You know, and so there's like less wings. There's literally a wing shortage every Super Bowl. Every Super Bowl. Because all we want is chicken breast. Yep. And you get any wild bird, the breast is tiny compared tiny, to a chicken. little, little. Um, cuts like oxtail. People, the the quandary of oxtail, right? Why it's so expensive. A lot of people like white people gentrified oxtail, which is certainly mm, true to some degree. I think it's true to some degree. However, the other part of it is that we are able to grow cows so much bigger than we used to and more efficiently. But their tails stay the same. Each cow only got one tail still. True, Same as true. a chicken. It only got two wings. You can only grow them so much. So we're having these just massive hormones. Is it because they're, pump- they're pumped with hormones? It's crossbreeding. It's hormones. It's, you know, just mm. a lot of stuff. Let's go um, hunt for our own food, Josh. I agree. Like, we'll, we'll go Joe Rogan. We'll go kill some wild boars. Do you, you know, think I can learn? Do you think I can learn how to use a crossbow? Uh, yeah. Do you think I can do it? Uh, I don't think you pull a crossbow like that. Okay, how about, how about like this? I think it's a bow and arrow. I think a crossbow, you fire like a gun. It's no. a trigger. Oh, yeah, like this. <laughs> yeah, close enough. <laughs> no, I think I could be really good at archery. I think I'd be good at like um, convincing the animal that it's in its best interest to walk into my trap. You know? Like I, I'd be good at trickery, less so marksmanship. I think I'd be a really good marks markswoman. I couldn't tie the snare. But I could convince the rabbit that it should get its foot in that position. Can it talk to rabbits? Yeah. Like Professor Doolittle? The rabbit was for Dr. <laughs> Professor? It was definitely Dr. Because Dr. Doolittle's um, alliterative. Oh, it's not It'd be Professor, Professor Poolittle. Oh. Uh- <laughs> that was the... Um, and you're thinking of the Eddie Murphy version, not the Robert No, the Downey absentee. Jr. No, no, no. The absentee. What's it called? The Nutty Professor. No, 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 no. That's, no. that's Eddie Murphy, though. The Nutty Professor is not Dr. Doolittle. It's both Eddie Murphy. Yes. Correct. That's where I messed up. I messed up there. The Nutty Professor and Dr. Doolittle are both Eddie Murphy, but I I was able to mix up both of those titles and be incorrect. Well, thank you so much for stopping by a hot dog as a sandwich. We got new audio-only versions of our podcast every Wednesday. The video drops every Friday. The absentee-minded professor is what I'm thinking of. That's a... That's not a thing, right? That's not yes, an IP. Yes, it is. That, Are you kidding me? That was based off... That's where Nutty Professor or Dr. Doolittle one oh, that was based off oh, of. Oh, okay. But it was called The Absent-Minded Professor? Yes. Was it like French? Was it like a... If you want to be featured on Opinions Like Casseroles, you can hit us up at 833-DOG-POD-1. The number again is 833-DOG-POD-1. You ever think about how there's all these movies that come out that you don't didn't even recognize on your radar, but that's because those movies, when you were a kid, you were a kid and everything is more exciting? If you want to be featured on Opinions Like Casseroles, check us out on YouTube. We launch new videos every week. We'll see you all next time.